what I uh, presented with the children is this idea, is that as we serve King Jesus, the wise men were looking for a king, and we know that Jerusalem was disturbed because nobody else was looking for a king. But we know, according to the scripture, that Jesus is the king of the Jews, God's special people, but the Bible also says that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And what I illustrated with the boys and girls, just using a little fun project, you've probably seen this, is that the more we serve King Jesus, if you didn't see this, the more beautiful and intricate and special our relationship with him becomes. So it's a little origami project. Maybe you guys have seen it before. It's kind of fun. Uh, but it's just a simple cue, like a, a, a boy who was born as a king that didn't really look like a king. But the more time you spend with him, the more beautiful and precious he becomes. It's kind of the idea. And that's what your kids are going to be trying to do. If they destroy, it's okay. It's made out of six pieces of paper. It's all right. I'd like to share with you guys a verse, however, that complements the one that I already shared with the children. It's found in the book of Revelation, chapter 17, verse 14. Because the idea is that Jesus came as the King of the Jews, God's special people, but he is also the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We know that one of the reasons Jesus looked different when he came the first time is because he's the King of heaven, and he was the one that made the way for us to go to heaven. We also know that the Bible says that when Jesus comes back, he is going to be the King of the earth, that he is going to implement a time of his authority on the planet and then transition to eternity. He truly will be the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Listen to Revelation chapter 17, verse 14. These will make war against the Lamb. It's referring to the powers of the world. It's referring to kingdoms as we know them. Authority structures, powers, and actual armies. This is what the Bible says. That these entities of the world will make war against the Lamb. The Lamb, of course, is a biblical name for Jesus. But the Lamb will conquer them because He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He's not just the King of Heaven. There is a time, the Bible says, that when He comes back, there will be no mistaking Him this time. He will come in His full majesty and authority, and He will be not just the King of Heaven, but also the King of this world. Listen to how this verse concludes. Those with Him, those saints that are gathered with Him, those that are part of His army, if you will, those with Him are called, they are chosen, and they are faithful. They are people who are recognizing Jesus for who He is and have been serving Him as their King. You see, I am so grateful for the way that so many of you serve at River Church, but don't mistake what you're actually doing for one second. You are serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So much so that when He comes back, we will be referred to as the called, the chosen, and the faithful. Here's the continuing illustration for the grown-ups, for you guys, using this fun, silly little cube. And it's a way that you can kind of process this reality in a more personal and tangible way. Like I mentioned, uh, this cube is, is made of six different pieces of paper. And obviously, if you manipulate it correctly and carefully, did any of the kids open it up as a rose? Any luck? We got Sid, you're an overachiever. I knew that about you. Little, you got, yeah, you're getting it. Okay, so if you pinch it in the diagonal way, you can open it up and it can look like a rose. 
And so, oh, good job. I want to show your moms and dads something, though, too, as we think about what does it mean to have Jesus be the king of our lives? What does that actually look like? Look at what is happening right now. Oh, my goodness, Pastor Josh, what are you doing? It was so beautiful. There are six segments that make up this little cube that becomes a rose that we know that in the hands of someone who knows what they're doing turns into something kind of cool and kind of beautiful. So if we picture for a moment that our lives are comprised of these different segments that come together, that in the hands of Jesus, he is our King of kings and Lord of lords, called, chosen, and faithful, he does something with our lives that turns them into something that are beautiful, lives of service. And if each of these little segments, each of these little six pieces of paper, kind of represent a different area of our life, and you think about it with me, let's say this represents our relationship with our spouse that this little section represents our relationship with our spouse. What does it mean to be called and faithful and chosen? It means that we have chosen to treat our marriages in a very specific series of steps that becomes a part of our life that then Jesus turns into something more than we could ever imagine a piece of paper could become. That when Jesus is the king of our marriage, that when Jesus is the Lord of our marriage, it means we don't get to treat our spouse any way we want to. It means that we get to construct our marriage in a very specific way, understanding that God has things for our marriages. And that when we construct our marriages according to God's word, combined with the other segments of our life, it is amazing what Jesus can turn our relationships into. Another areas of our life where the Bible gives us lots of guidance might be the area called, I don't know, our personal finances. This piece of paper was not put together higgledy-piggledy, was it? It wasn't put together like that at all. It was put together according to a pattern with finely detailed and creased lines, knowing that when it was folded a certain way and blended with the other segments of the cube, that would turn into something beautiful. This is exactly the promise of what the Bible has to say for those of us who are called, for those of us who are faithful, for those of us who are chosen, who choose to live our lives according to God's guidance for us. Not only is Jesus more, he, he, it was hard to recognize him as the beautiful king that he is when he came the first time. We won't mistake it the second time. It's also a picture for our own lives. That when we take the time to discipline ourselves and see what God actually has in store for us, that the plan for our life, it's going to take a little discipline, it's going to take a little practice, it's going to take a little training, it's going to take a little help. But what he can turn us into is so much more beautiful and powerful than anything we could do for ourselves. And it's worth humbling ourselves to and serving our Lord in that way. I'm going to ask Vince and the team to come back up and wrap up our time together this morning. And as we move into just a time of personal prayer, uh, is something to pray about this morning is maybe someone is here who has never humbled themselves to King Jesus. And you realize, you know what? I've been living my life my own way my entire life. It's time for me to take Jesus' route. And the Bible is very clear how we can do that. How do we fold your life in that direction? It's very simple. Heavenly Father, I've been living my life my own way for as long as I know. And my life kind of looks a little crumbly. Would you smooth it out and fold it according to your plan? I turn from all the things that I know are evil and sinful, and I accept your plan for my life by placing my faith in Jesus Christ. Amen.
Those of us who have already made that decision of faith and have been living a life of faith, hopefully this morning was just an encouraging and memorable reminder for us that there is a plan for our lives, that the man, that the child, who was missed by so many as the king of heaven the first time he came, will not be missed by any as the king of the world. And we have the option and the privilege of being determined and being called his chosen, his faithful, and his committed. And so that would be our challenge for us this morning. So think about the different segments of our lives. How are we obeying King Jesus during Christmas? Would you join me in that prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this place. Thank you for this opportunity to look into your word. We pray, Father, that as we have extra time over Christmas and New Year's, that we reflect on the different areas of our lives and how we can fold them according to your pattern. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand with me as we conclude our time together this morning?
Father, as we open presents on Monday and Tuesday, may we serve King Jesus. As we prepare meals for families and friends, may we serve King Jesus. As we wrap those presents in preparation for the big days to come, may we serve King Jesus. As we plan for the new year, may we serve King Jesus. As we think about going back to work after having a couple days off, may we serve King Jesus. May we fold our lives according to your word, trusting the end result to be something that will bring you the honor and 